It's time for a Bent News Update. I'm Ray Koob. I'm Marcus Goldman. And if Elton John is retiring in Sweden... You need to get bent. The emotions flowed, as you might imagine, Marcus. Elton thanking his fans, reminding them of the first time he played there over 50 years ago, and giving them the final day of his touring life. I really think he's going to play places and do some shows but this is it for the road for him, and he's given so much. He has given his life to his music and to his live show, and that speech was moving. I know I choked up a little bit listening to it, and then him shutting it all down with Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, so beautiful and so perfect. But I agree with you 100%. I think he's going to do a show here or there, may even consider a residency at that new music ball in Vegas. Oh, yeah. I've seen the pictures of the sphere in action already. It's looking pretty cool. And that sphere, when it's all lit up, is keeping the people that have rooms facing it awake at night. (laughs) (laughs) Let's never go to Vegas, dude. No. Hey, that tour, that Elton tour, kicked off in 2018 in Allentown, PA, and it's all over now in Stockholm. All the best for chill time for Elton and the family. Sad news this week, but not completely unexpected, as Ozzy Osbourne announced that he would not be performing at the Power Trip Festival. He also said, my original plan was to return to the stage in the summer of 2024, and when the offer to do this show came in, I optimistically moved forward. Unfortunately, my body is telling me that I'm just not ready yet, And I am much too proud to have the first show that I do in nearly five years be half-assed. The band that will be replacing me on Power Trip will be announced shortly. They are personal friends of mine, and I can promise that you will not be disappointed. Since he made that announcement, it has been announced that Judas Priest and Rob Halford will be filling in for Ozzy at the Power Trip. It's not the first time that Halford's come to save the day when Ozzy's been out for the count, right? I know. I remember when Rob Halford stepped up for Ozzy when he was sick for OzFest here in Philadelphia and performed with Black Sabbath and absolutely crushed the crowd that night, smashed them. Speaking of Sabbath, Tony Iommi in the news. I guess everybody's starting to feel their age when they're presented with a sculpture of a million-year-old fossil named in your honor. And that's what happened to Sabbath guitarist Tony Iommi last week. And it's a beautiful sculpture presented to him of, get this, Drapenoistotus Iommi. When you discover it, you get to name it. And Matt Erickson named it after his hero, Tony. Pretty cool. Absolutely. Those fossil finders and quote-unquote sciencey nerds 
have a little bit of a metal streak in them consistently. This next story kind of took me by surprise, Marcus. I really didn't know that there was a dispute about Aretha Franklin's estate, but apparently it's a situation where there are two wills, one that everybody knew about from 2010, and one they found, and I kid you not, in a sofa after her death in her home. After examination and all the things that go along with it, the judge ruled this week that the 2014 document stands, and that's how her legacy and her estate will be handled. Not everybody's going to be happy, though, I guess. This is a wild story. I was not expecting this to pop up in the news as well. It really sucks that things get really messy with families when money is involved. Hopefully everybody just makes it work and moves on the way mom would have wanted them to. We're about to see the beginning of a test case about the value of the Led Zeppelin universe. In a world where bands are selling their legacy to either their labels or other investors who know what to do, 10% of Led Zeppelin is going on the market, Marcus. And let me explain. The share that is half of Peter Grant's share, the daughter of the manager of Led Zeppelin, Helen Grant, is selling her half. And that's going to set the market for what Led Zeppelin is worth in the universe. There is a chance, because she has such a small percentage, that she could undervalue that 10%. This is going to play out wildly because i think zeppelin is one of those bands that's a billion dollar band we're gonna find out what the indicators are when her shares get sold 10 percent, you'll be able to do the math then you can tell me what it is okay <laughs> deal <laughs> another story on this week's bent news neither one of us were expecting to say welcome back to Porno for Pyros after how many years they're coming back to celebrate their 30th anniversary with a tour. It's been like 25 years since they've been on the road and <laughs> Perry likes playing live still. So if he can't get out there with Jane's Addiction, he's going to try to get out there with the cats from Porno for Pyros or some other solo sort of deal. He likes playing. Show starting in October in the U.S. and rolling through the middle of November. So far, find one near you and get some tickets. Fans of Depeche Mode wondering if they would continue to tour into the new year got an answer this week. And the answer is yes to the U.K., yes to Europe. Starting with a show in January at the O2 Arena. Go to the band's website to get the full list where they're going to play closest to you because Europe, we know you love to travel. We've already announced the Eagles' long goodbye tour, Marcus, but now they're adding second dates in several of the cities that they plan on playing on this last run. New York and Boston, Denver, Indy, Atlanta, and St. Paul all getting second shows. But no Philly date. Yet. <laughs> Let's hope so. At press time, we got news about a new box set from The Doors, live at The Matrix, 1967, the original Masters, out September 8th. It shows them just as they're breaking, playing one of their places out there on the road. The Matrix in San Francisco was founded by Peter Abram, 
and Marty Balin of the Airplane. It was the place to play early on in the scene, man. I can't wait to hear these live shows, Ray. They were mixed by Doors' longtime engineer and mixer, Bruce Botnick. Uh, the vinyl versions have all of the shows listed. The song lists are fantastic. And to see and hear the Doors in this early stage as they're blowing up is pretty exciting and kind of important in the history of rock and roll. You know that Felt Forum set that I tell you about that was recorded later? This is kind of like the early on version of these songs as they're all developing all together now in 1967. The Doors, live at the Matrix. They lost somebody, a young person, in my mind, in rock and roll. We've all seen the Guns N' Roses cross with the guys on there represented as skulls and skeletons, right? Yeah, that Guns N' Roses logo is iconic. Whenever you see the skulls with the long hair and the cross all jacked up, you know it's Guns N' Roses. Billy White was the guy who drew it. He was an art student new axle and he kind of told him what he wanted and then he did his thing with it and created the iconic visage if you will that is an instant reminder that guns and roses music is inside somebody gone too young a cool art guy billy white here's marcus goldman with a quick look at a hot release date coming up august 4th Going to be a nice day for new music. Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen's second album, Mammoth WVH. Mammoth 2 will be out. Also, Ministry has a new album in pure ministry fashion, Hopium for the Masses. And then PIL, Public Image Limited, Johnny Lydon's other group that's not the Sex Pistols, has an album coming out called End of the World. <laughs> Sassy. Summer Vacation continues with our re-release, our redo of our episode about the Wrecking Crew. What a great early episode of the podcast. Truly, and when you listen to it and all of the musicians we talk about throughout that episode, you're going to realize that there are hundreds and thousands of songs that you know that those cats all played on and were so important in making them sound so good and i just want to say having recently re-listened to the episode we have learned between us so much more about the wrecking crew and all the people and all the music that we really probably need to do a redo completely re-record a new episode about it and maybe if we can get mr tedesco to join us for a little zoom session It'd be a little look inside the Wrecking Crew. But this is really fun, and I think you're going to enjoy it a whole lot wherever you get your podcast Monday. For now, from the Bent News Network, a product of Dark Talk Media, I'm Ray Koob. I'm Marcus Goldman. For a second, I thought you forgot there. And when you need to know, (laughs) go ahead, tell me to get bent. Get bent. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.